your song starts to take off and with the success of that song where did it like did you start touring did you like did you start putting in more work what did that all look like i mean shit that was still back in high school that was one fucking work oh four oh six my stupid ass oh six um i mean we were still shorty shit and, and it, the, the rap scene hadn't even it, it wasn't really popping at that point in time in chicago yep Dope. So live, another episode of Adversity Kings. So we got a special guest today. We got King Louie from Yo. Chicago. How you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Awesome to finally have you out. Um, I like to just kind of jump right into this. So first and foremost, were you born in Chicago? Uh, yeah. Born in Chicago. So what part of Chicago were you born in? Oh, west side of Chicago. So born and raised west side of Chicago. Uh -huh. What was growing up for you like? Shit, it, it was fun. Shit, I, it was fun. You know, it was, we we was from we was in the hood. It was fun though. It was it was it was live. I had a, a a very fun childhood. So who who did you cling on to the most? Like as as like a child, like a mentor, an individual that like you kind of like came up with. You know, whether that be like maybe your dad or you know a bigger brother or like uh my uncle, uncle, chops. That's you know. Was he in the music industry also? No, he just, that's just, you know what I'm saying? He yeah, raised me. Okay. You know, so. Cool. So, I guess coming up, what school did you, what school did you go to? What, like, did you play any sports? Yeah, I played sports. Um, I went to, uh, when I was out west. The only one I could put on, remember the name of, was Corkery. Daniel J. Corkery. I went there to, like, seventh grade. And then I... Transferred, I um, went to Bradwell, that's over east, and shit. I played, I played basketball there, you know, but I ain't really taking. I wasn't trying to be no hooper, no shit. I just was playing basketball. Just when did you start to get into music? Shit, I uh, I've been recording my like early high school. They had something at um, a mall called Four City. Um, we down it was like eighth grade, and we used to go there. It was so much you you uh, get like two takes, and you know what I'm saying. I've been writing since fifth, sixth grade. It was all I, for long as I remember. I always wrote raps, but um, I ain't never rec I never recorded anything until I was in eighth grade. Yeah, was it more like battle rap, like just street rap, just doing for fun, like just because everybody was doing it? And then you I mean, just kinda... it, it really wasn't back then. It wasn't everybody was doing the thing. It was just something I liked to. That's what I liked to do like yeah. how you said about basketball shit. I, that was my basketball. So I used to practice and just write. I had hella uh, notepads of shit I never recorded. Who inspired you? Like wh who were some of your favorite artists or like people you were like, damn, I really wish. Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. What's the uh, No Limit? No Limit. Yeah. What's some of your uh, favorite songs for Tupac? Uh, back then, hit him up. Me and my girlfriend. It was dope how he twi um, twisted that. It was about a gun. That was dope as hell to me back as a kid. I used to love like guns and shit. Um, California love, uh, uh, To Live and Die uh, LA. That uh, kind of inspired me to uh, write Live and Die in Chicago. Uh, there's a bunch of, it's, uh, Park got that shit. Yeah. I was just a big That's what my dad loves. Yeah. I was listening to Hail Mary earlier today. Yeah, Hail Mary, all that. The beat, that beat was dope as hell back then. I remember my mom, she loved changes. Always yeah. playing changes. 
But all parts, it was, it, you know what I'm saying? It's just timeless music. Yep, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. So you start writing fifth, sixth grade. You kind of capitalize more on it. When you start to record in high school, when did you really start to catch some stride and start to experience success with it? Um, Senior year. Because I had, I, I really, went, during high school, it was like, I never really told people I rap. Probably like my peers, like bro, it used to be, used to come to the studio with me. It was one of the guys, um, crib name E, we used to record at. But we used, I just used to do mixtapes. Well, not, they wouldn't even mixtapes. I just used to do uh, burn CDs with all my songs on it. And I pass them out. But uh, I got kicked out of school. Eighth, uh, not eighth grade, but senior year, I was kicked out of High Park. And we put out a, um, we had a song off the Shining song, Getting Some Head. We had remixed that. And then we put put it on the CD and just what what uh, as well as other songs passed it out, and then that's just how the, uh, they, everybody in the city started taking to it. So is that the song that like really caught getting some head? That one like that was the song. Shana, it was Shana's song, her her original song. We just remixed it. We just you know what I'm saying did the freestyle. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. I got kicked out my sophomore year of high school. Damn. Yeah, so I got for kicked what? out for fighting. I was always oh. fighting. Both my parents went away. By the time I was ten, you look like a fighting motherfucker. Like <laughs> uh, I was, I was always scrapping. I grew up in the South, like the like the dirty South, Arkansas, right yeah, outside brother, of Little Rock. My brothers went to uh, they um went to Pine Bluff, Arkansas. For real, Pine yeah. Bluff's real close to where yeah. I grew up, real close. So when when I got my mom got out first and she raised us in Pittsburgh, I was in a predominantly I was a darkest kid there, which I'm real light skin, real light skin. So. I was always just, if someone said something sideways, I was just going to fight. But yeah. it lined up nice because getting into, so I, I do life insurance now. Getting into life insurance, you don't need a degree. You just need a license, and you just can't have anything too crazy on your record. So I luckily, by the time I was 18, I got into some I got into some legal trouble, but not not a lot, but enough to get into selling insurance. Oh, that's decent. I could dig it. So, and then my mentor in this, he'd been in this for 16 years, but he's from the yo. He's from Youngstown. And he was, you know what I mean? He was... He was doing different things and got into this, but took that same mindset and just ran it up in insurance. Just oh, ran yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. So this is, I'm his partner here, but he's got 26 of these offices all around. Oh, that's what's up, man. That's slick. Absolutely. We actually just got, he just got Ryan Shazier. I don't know if you follow any Pittsburgh Steelers, the football. So yeah, he was I a linebacker. Really. Mess, he got paralyzed. Oh, yeah. Came back. He's walking now, but he's actually affiliated with our agency out there in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's what's up, bro. But I remember coming up Black and Yellow Drop with Wiz Khalifa. Uh -huh. But I swear to God, I remember hearing Live and Die in Chicago being in Pittsburgh. You said it dropped 2014? Yeah. So I was still in Pittsburgh until 2018, 2019. And I, it's so funny to come out here. And then I started DMing you probably six months to a year ago because I was like, I need to get plugged into like just bigger people. Like there's too many small minded people. You know what I mean? Like for yeah. where I wanted to go, I was like, I need to find somebody way more valuable in the local area that I can plug into regardless of what it costs, time, resources, whatever I could do to get access to like big people that are plugged in into the area and start to try to work my way up. And then I came across your profile and you know, a year later I was able to line this up. So this is, this is dope. So your song starts to take off and with the success of that song, where did it like, did you start touring? Did you like, did you start putting in more work? What did that all look like? I mean, shit, that was still back in high school. That was motherfucking what? Oh, four. Oh six, my stupid ass. Oh six. Um I mean, we were still shorty shit. And it, the the rap scene hadn't even it, it wasn't really popping at that point in time in Chicago. Yep. Like for for our wave or whatever. So it's just like this was 
probably like five years, six years before shit really started taking off, you know? Yup. So it was just like shit. At that point in time, we just used to, I just passed, burn up my mixtapes. This back, uh, I wouldn't even call them mixtapes because they weren't mixtapes. These songs weren't even mixtapes. You can't even damn it find these songs. But I used to just burn up CDs with a, a bunch of songs, yeah. like 16 songs or whatever. And I would drive, me and, me and, my, me and my homies, we would uh, just drive around and pass them out throughout the whole city. Like yep. South Side, East Side, you know, we'd go everywhere and pass them out. And that's how I got my buzz in the city. Yes. Off just passing my shit out. How many hours and like, what did that look like? You know what I mean? The dedication and the I mean, it was, it, it, now that I think, I can't even really pinpoint the, the, all the time. And I was, it was just some shit we was doing. Like, you know, you, it was, it was just like shit, just fun, like playing a game. But I go to the studio someday. We just sit down, burn mixtapes, burn CDs. I mean, yep. you know, back then, back when people was listening to CDs, and we just burn them up and shit, just just ride around the city smoking, just passing the motherfuckers out. Yeah, I remember studying. I was studying. I don't know if I watched a movie before. I was studying Tupac a little bit, and it was like just talking about some of these nights that these cats will put into the studio, in addition to working on different things, like Tupac as an individual of like. People don't realize one how intelligent and how hardworking the dude was of like working on movies while being in the studio nights on nights on nights. In addition to just networking and marketing and putting all this material out there, it's it's crazy because when I look at like industries where it's like hard to like maintain and like get traction or grow up into, like I feel like the financial services industry is e like easy when I compare it to like music. You know what I mean nowadays? Because I feel like everybody be trying to do. A little bit of music you got soundcloud you got spotify you got youtube it's really accessible we're like back back when you were starting off you had to do the cds do you think it was easier transitioning into tech technology as it really kind of revamped where it's like i don't know if anybody does cds anymore i feel like everybody's digital i mean <clears throat> back then it was just like that was the that was the uh a cd shit, especially with the music that was on there because the music that was on the cd you can't find it no more. Yeah. It's, it's not on the internet. It's not on nothing. So it was it was it was a good it was it was good for me. As far as the CDs or burning it up and anything like that. It it made it feel more um personal. Yep. Entitled to you just get on your phone, it's like you actually met me when you got it type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, so that was it was a plus. It was a it was a major uh plus for me back then. What are some of your favorite mu uh I guess memories with with just your career? Uh, shit, I just, the uh, reaction I see when people, like, at first, back when I was doing it, motherfuckers ain't even know how I look. So then I gradually started meeting people that was shooting uh, videos. And I started, I think I, my first video was, um, I'm Arrogant. And it was, it was, it was a hard ass song. But it was just dope to people, like, damn, it was like I put a face to the, to the, to the voice or whatever. And people, it probably took a year for motherfuckers probably to know, like, the city to who I, who I, how I looked and who I actually was. Yup. Like putting two, two and two together. Like for people that like added, I didn't give a CD to. Yeah. It was, it was like, oh, this dude, like that's how he looked. You know what I'm saying? So yes. that was pretty, that was pretty slick. The realization me. of that. That's, that was, that's, that was fun to me, that, that whole um, experience. Yes. That's dope. So now with, I guess, as you started to experience that success, in music, you passing out the CDs, it's starting to take off. As it continues to grow, what did, what did that look like? You know what I mean? From it growing 
and, and building up your career up until this point now, what did like what did all that look like? What did that consist of and what are the details with that? I mean, shit, it was just it was just life shit, you know? It was it I don't let I really don't let that type of shit get to me or be it's just Cause I don't know. I just I never really thought about it. You know what I'm saying? I just it's it's you're still me. Flow. Yeah, I just go with the flow. It's it's still me. You know yep. what I'm saying? It's just shit. It's dope. But we was we was always like cool kids in school and everything like that. So it's just you know I don't really let it get to me. I never really really paid attention to that. So and then with because you mentioned like coming up with your circle and 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 just being tight with that. Do you feel like those individuals you kept in your circle like? you stay tight in there and that's kind of what also helped you maintain stability and grow into the success that you've had as well, if that makes sense. Uh, I mean, yeah, some of my peers, everybody, like, some of, my, some of the guys, they hooped. It's just like I just stayed. I was just dedicated to my craft. So more, I, I've motivated myself a lot just, just to see, like, the reaction I get from people, the way my music make people feel. So that's kind of like, that's... That's what keep me going and shit, to see people that, you know what I'm saying, that are interested in what I do, my product of me. What's the biggest live event you've ever done? Um, I mean, I went, uh, when I was on tour with Chance, Chance the Rapper, shout out my bro Chance the Rapper. We was doing sold out arenas and shit like that. Damn. So that was, that was like, that was slick. Yeah. Now seeing the reaction in the crowd too was that like were you playing Live and Die in Chicago and everything like that is that your yeah. best song would you say like most popular? I mean shit probably to other people yeah but it's like I I might like some shit ain't nobody heard what, you know what I'm saying what's what's your what's your favorite song? <clears throat> like I say I might like some shit um I got so much stuff bro I can't really say like you know what I'm saying yeah I, I like me yes so I can't really say like yeah this is my favorite song so. And sometimes I really don't listen. Like, I listen to the music so much before it's out, I really don't listen to it when you guys yeah. finally get it. So it might be some shit that ain't even out yet. I can't really pinpoint, like, yeah, this is my favorite joint. What, do you have a spot? Like, I went to Nashville this last year, and we were there for a work conference. They took us through studios and shit like that. We talked to a few writers, and it really opened my eyes to, like, this process. It was a different style of music that, you know what I mean, individuals we were talking to and interviewing. But it, at the same same point, it's the same industry, so I feel like there's some commonality with like the process of writing and reviewing and recording and then all the editing and then all, all that shit that goes into it. Do you have like a like a routine with your writing or a spot where it's like you feel like this is where I'm gonna write the best? No, it's just a, how, a feeling or or how the beat make me feel or some shit or the, you know what I'm saying. Getting in that I, creative zone and then going yeah, with the flow. And sometimes I like I, I I'm more creative to me when I'm in the morning. Yeah. So if I'm more productive in the morning. So sometimes I might not even write. I might just like mumble in the phone and then I make those words. That's how I did living down in Chicago. Yes. Until I meet Selena. Matter of fact, it was till I meet Selena. Till living down in Chicago, I did that in the studio, just just off the top with Rich Lareal. Damn. So sometimes it just be like on some creative shit. Like when I when I will write. I, I I feel like I create better in the morning. Yep. I just be feeling thankful to be, you know what I'm saying, wake up again and just another Start day. Start day with the gratitude. And it's just positive energy and I just, you know, knock, knock some shit out. Yep. Absolutely. So 
what's kind of like your future visions and like like what you're working on now and like you know what what's the future aspirations and visions you have um get some more program um release a project i'm trying to get this uh life of louis project out and um probably do some more um films and shit like that you know just just keep going music hard. videos or no like movies so shit like that uh, you got like movies? tv shows okay I, I i've been on like little slight shit but shit like that though yep just keep going with the flow and whatever yeah, just, like comes out see if you fuck with it and just yeah. kind of capitalize on those opportunities be a, and being a great father family you know what i'm saying be there for my family and all that type of shit all that cool shit so you got kids what, what i you, got a kid you you got you got a kid <laughs> yeah, I got one you, a daughter yeah so how old is she she 14. So you're gonna try to get her into music too or i mean she i'm gonna get in whatever she want to get in yeah. I, nobody my man man my daddy ain't make me do this shit. it's something i chose that's yeah. why I, you know you gotta you gotta have your own passion for something nobody make made me do anything so i'm not gonna make my daughter do something especially yeah. if she don't want to do it so whatever her passion is whatever she want to do I, you know what i'm saying i gotta support her yeah so kind of with like you know i feel like your philosophy on like you know, music and your success, it's always been kind of like, you're very passionate about it and you just go with the flow and just show up and keep doing the work. The show's called Adversity Kings, even though it's real nonchalant, but I've always been fascinated with seeing like, what's the adversity people have had to overcome to get to the success that they've had? Because anytime anybody has any level of success, even though I'm young, I've always seen that there's always been devils they've had to overcome to get to them next levels. So yeah. I, it's one thing I'm always curious on, like what's the hardest adversity you've had to overcome in your life? Uh, shit, self-love, and just, you know what I'm saying, you gotta love, I, I just love, you gotta love yourself, out of my whole life, just seeing everybody growing up and every, you just gotta love yourself, and you know what I'm saying, more than anything, you gotta be there for yourself so that you can be there for others, so that's, that's my biggest thing, like, just learning how to love myself. Yep. It's kind of like with the starting the day with the gratitude. That's one thing I like when I yeah. started here, like my mentor, like always like, yo, you just got to start today with like, what's your vision for the day? And what are you grateful for? So that's a big, big yeah. thing I feel like. And a lot of it's like just love, just period, learning how to love. And, you know, growing up, you really didn't have love and all that shit too much, you know? So that was the whole, that was my, that's my biggest thing still, just like self-love. Yep. And teaching others how to, how to love themselves. So, you can bring out the best in you for others, you know? Yes. I'm thinking also, I want to kind of retract. Did you, when you were coming up in the game and you passing out the CDs and shit like that, did were you trying to like hit up like DJs too? I've had a few DJs get on and I, I know mean, they, they were like trying to do anything and everything to get out there and, and do parties. Um, Did I hit up DJs? You yeah, say? like, hey, I'll come out and perform no, at your party. I, that shit came with it, you know? Yep. It was just. They would hit you up. Yeah, like gradually it was just people would reach out for features and all that. And I never really reached out because we, we, you know what I'm saying, we was just, I was just started doing it. So it, I didn't really know any DJs. But later on down the line, I did get in tune, like a couple years down the line, I get, did get in tune with, uh, with Sean Mack. He did my, uh, hosted my first mixtape. Okay. So if you, something like that, that'll be like the first person I reached out to was Sean Mack. Who's some? Yeah, motherfucker used to get, I'm sorry for cutting you No, you, you good, bro. Um, used to uh get in tune with uh ninety two point three. Okay. My bro uh Shondell, he had, uh used to get uh 
he got one of my joints on the radio. So that was like a stepping stone for a motherfucker to have just hear yourself on the radio or whatever. That was pretty slick back then. But other than that, it was just shit, mostly just like getting out, networking on my own, just meeting new meeting people. Cause I, I was I never really took it that serious until I started passing out and people started like talking about it then. That's when the internet and all that shit started, you feel me, popping. So if someone wanted to want you to, I'm, now I'm just like generally curious, like thinking down the road, you know what I mean? Like if someone wanted you to come like perform like at a, like at a private party or event, like would it be like 50 bands, like 100 bands? Because <laughs> I've been hitting up some like, I'd be trying, some people will respond to me like, and some people, like <laughs> these big people respond and get on the podcast and they're like, we need 30 bands. <laughs> I'm like, Man. fuck, dude. <laughs> Like, I mean, shit. When they, when they, if they wanna, if a motherfucker wanna book me, they just we'll we'll talk about that when they trying to book me. You feel me? Yes, I feel that a hundred percent. Like I really, I feel that a hundred percent. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. I feel like I, I gotta have a King Louis party in the next couple of years, bro. Yeah, make in it happen. Chicago. We'll, we'll look out for you. Absolutely. So, I guess some of, some of my, you know, my my next questions is: Is there passions outside of music? Are there things you're like? That you really fuck with outside of music. Yeah, shit. Like, man, like I say, I I I, I did a little, little slight acting and shit. I'm a silly individual, you know. So I just like to, you know, have fun and things of that nature. Uh, my uh, being a great dad. I love being a dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my you know what I'm saying my number one passion. Yeah. Being a, a great father. Um. Shit, just chilling with my own family and everything like that. I'm I'm really like a, a simple guy, you know. Yep. You know. So with the acting and kind of like the the, the silly part <laughs> of that, I just had a stand up comedian on here, and I just told him I was like, we got to get more comedians on here. You like any stand up com? You like comedy shit like that or? Yeah, I love comedy. I don't I don't do comedy. I'm just okay. I'm a funny dude. Like yes. if you know me, you know like I'm a silly individual. Yeah. Who are some of the stand-up comedians you like, or some of the comedians you uh, like? You talking about like that's it don't got to be a stand-up comedian. It could just be somebody oh, that's funny. Shit, my guys, um, Shaky, um, Skinbone, Corporate, it's a lot of their ass. Um, that's the people I know. Okay. Uh, now are they like on any shows or? Uh, they they from Chicago. They okay. um they you know what I'm saying they they the guys from Chicago. And, um, shit. Uh, Are they stand up comedians? I mean, they they do they can do stand up, I guess, but uh, they do like the uh, the what would you call it, bro? Skits. They do skits and shit like that. Dude, we might have to get them on. Yeah, I'll get you in tune. Let um, me know for sure. Shit, um, DC Young Fly. That's he. I done did work with him. For real, that yeah, would be. I wonder. Dog. I wonder what it would be to get him on too. I would. I would like that too. And then uh, the comedians like growing up, I shit Martin, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, Ernie bro, Mac, was funny. Uh, Me and my mom used to watch Rush Hour all the time. Yeah, man. So Fridays, Rush uh, Hour. Well, the first Friday, Chris Tucker didn't. Mike Epps was funny as hell. Mike Epps definitely. Shit, my um, one of my favorite movies, uh, Harlem Nights. Hella comedian. I've seen you know? Harlem Nights. Yeah, that's that's a classic. That it's a uh, throwback classic, man. It's funny, funny and like it's a dope as one of my favorite movies. That's that's my only passion outside of. Uh, like work and working out is probably movies. Yeah, I like I don't, watching I don't movies too. I'm big. I just I sit in the crib and watch movies all day. That's it. I be learning like everything I need to know about business just from the movies I watch, and just taking that. I really like Power. You got you watch Power at all? Yeah, I fuck with it. I fuck with the powers. 
Yeah, I just um I, I just watched uh House of Gucci. You saw that? I don't know if I saw House of Gucci. Is it yeah. from Fifty Cent too? Or no, no it's, that's it's the a movie. New movie. That's what uh, I think that's the Lady movie. Gaga and that shit. It, was it looked decent. clean. The acting looked when I was seeing the previews and everything. It looked clean. It was a good movie to me. It was decent. Yeah, that looked clean. It just kind of looked like the the moral of it was just like the corrupt the corrupt rise to power and take over of Gucci, I mean, but some desire. And that's what too. that's what anything in life. That's all know, of it. Say la vie. You know, that's life. It's life. Everything ain't nothing sweet. So nothing sweet. Nothing at all. So, I guess my next my next question as we wrap up, you know, here. I mean, this is this has been I think short, but but solid. You know what I mean? A lot of good shit in here. Um, kind of, you know, I kind of touched on it already, but if you had like a top two or three, I always ask everybody this top two or three favorite movies, what would they be for you? It's hard to like somebody like me. I got to keep a list. Okay. I okay. I don't, I don't got to keep no list. Like lately I've just been watching money talks. That's one. I feel like I definitely see money talks. Is yeah, that to do with the, with Chris Tucker and, and um, the white Charlie dude. Sheen? Yes. Uh, yes, that was and, uh, funny as shit. Friday. Yup. And then shit. Uh, I say, I say Harlem Nights. Yup. Cause that was like comedy, but it was still gangster as hell too. Like that's yeah. a dope movie. Yup. On the comedy side, like you know what I'm saying. On the movies, but them I like I can just watch them just over and over and over and over and over and over. Yup. Like and it give you it's just like the feeling I get when I watch it. I also like if we can go for for uh I also like um all about the Benjamin Benjamins is one of my favorites as well. I feel like I've seen that movie. With, is uh, that the Jamaican movie? No, it's from with Mike Epps and um with uh, Ice Cube and Mike Epps. All yes. about when, when they won the lottery and shit. Yes. Yeah, it's one of my favorites as well. But the top three Money Talks Friday I I damn near say Friday then Money Talks and then Harlem Nights. Now, have you ever met Ice Cube? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy to think, because you probably met a lot of these people going around in my head right now. Now, who's the uh, coolest features that, you, that you've that you done, either for or had feature on some of your songs? That you're like, uh, that's dope shit. as shit. Coolest feature shit, Kanye West. That's crazy. And he's from Chicago, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. That's I, It's crazy to think when I look at like all this talent that, that has evolved from Chicago because like you said like if I do reflect back to like even though I was like 10 years old in 2006 <laughs> I, I still don't remember I still don't remember you know what I mean even though I was I, if I look in comparison to with it now of like Kanye yourself G Herbo all these cats you know what I mean Chance you yeah. know what I mean that's that's five really big big people right there and there's a lot of talent Chief Keef he's from Chicago yeah, it's a lot of it's it's, it's, it's we we we're a talented um like crazy city. talented. Me and um her went to the same high school. For real? Yeah. That's insane, dude. So she is just like how you know, it's it's just I like the is, I, I think for me cuz I really cuz I, I I'm sorry cause I think uh I think Buster Rhymes and damn then Jay-Z went to the same high school or something like that. Damn. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they went to the same high school. But I might. I think for me, I really fuck with like the soul. You can feel like the soul of the music in Ch in Chicago. It's kind of it almost has it's like a like you you can catch like a a darker vibe in it. But I feel like for me, it's more like just like a relatable like a like a soul feel. Like when you when you listening, 
to the just the, the different styles but i always find like this correlation of like i feel a lot of like life in the music it's there's a, like blues yeah there's a different level like especially with like herbo or like even when i'm listening to like living down in chicago like just that feel like that's the shit i'll put on in the gym and like just go to a different world you know what i mean like for me personally how i listen to music is i hear like the the music before i hear the lyrics if that makes sense you know what i mean like i, I feel it and then down the road as i keep listening to it over and over again the lyrics start to make start sense to dissect the uh, lyrics and shit exactly yeah that's what i can dig it man but yeah Exactly. So, I mean, as we wrap up, you know, I don't really want to just ask stupid ass questions and that's probably pretty much the gist of what I wanted to ask. Is sure. there anything you wanted to like talk on or? I mean, I don't mind talking to you. Don't you, you ask more shit. I think, nah, I mean, I can't think of hard work's the key to luck. I always tell these yeah. guys because we're in sales. So like the only talent we got is we got to be stubborn enough to just keep picking up the phone like the, you ever seen wolf of wall street yeah yeah you, that's a dope movie too that's all like that's basically our culture you know what i mean like you just if you want to get rich here you're gonna have to just spend the next few years of just keep picking up the phone and so you're gonna get lucky you know yeah, what i mean man. you just gotta and that's why i say you gotta because sometimes shit will make you feel like think bad down on yourself so it's like that's why i say before you do any of this shit, you gotta kind of love yourself. To me, like you gotta want to just keep giving. Like sometimes you might not have to drive, but you, so you gotta be the fuel. I think that's that's where my faith probably has helped me a lot in the last like five years. Because I see a lot of young cats coming into this business and just fuck it up because they'll either fuck the money up or they'll get fucked up in their heads because they stop loving themselves or they just be lost in the sauce. A lot of motherfuckers don't even be the, who they they don't you know. They be trying to be somebody instead of being Selling themselves. Selling their souls. I, I guess that's what you can call Kinda, it. Kinda, I don't know. There's motherfuckers that ain't got none of that. I, that's just, I, I wouldn't really say sell their souls. It's just like, you probably seen somebody that was a, a, a just just was they the shit and just gave up because the motherfucker, they weren't getting the, the reaction they thought they, instead of just keep going, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, I remember like, I was like used to be embarrassed to tell my friends that I rap my peers, until I let them hear the shit, and then once they heard it, they you know what I'm saying they supported it and they was fucking with it. So it's like, but I was I liked it, but I was scared to let them hear it. I should have been like, man, let motherfucker hear it, and type. So, but when I finally did, it's like, bro, you you tweaking that you could you know what I'm saying. So you just gotta believe in yourself more than anything. That's what I always tell. Anybody that that, that want to know, like, yeah, what, what, like, what's the recipe, man? You got a self belief, you know, you got to believe in yourself, self love. You feel me? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. It's, I was just reading this morning. All it is is mindset, believing yeah. in yourself. Are you in the shoes at all? I mean, yeah, shit. Just I wear them. Like, I just, I ain't really, I ain't really no motherfucker that be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If they nice, I fuck with them. You know. Yeah. Depending on what they is. Kind of a flow. If you're yeah. feeling it, you're gonna grab it. Like, yeah. Is that the same with like all, all your like designer shit? Like if you fuck with it, it's like that's what I'm gonna I go mean. With. I like you know what I'm saying. I just like comfortable shit. I ain't really like no label whore, no shit like that. Just like that yep. shit. I really don't get no fuck about none of that type of shit. But you know, I just like comfortable shit. You know. Yep, I feel you. Anything? Uh, any other good questions or anything else you? Think I was well. I say you know. Off whites and Yeezys. Yeah. You know. Was he from Chicago too? Was it Virgil, the the individual that passed away? Off whites. The. Shit. Was Google he from? It. Was he from Chicago? 
I always be Googling everything. Dwayne Wade, I know he was. I be looking this up every other week. Anything you guys, uh, any people y'all want to shout out, anything, businesses, if people want to do business with you, where can they find you? Oh, man, motherfucker want to do something with me, man, just hit me up on uh, IG, King Louie. Yep. We can go from there. <laughs> King Louie on IG, that's what I did. Shout out to the guys, man, free the guys, man. So that's a wrap, y'all. Varsity Kings, thank you again for your time. King Louie. Go on it. We out.